Good evening and welcome to the Afternoon Report. I'm Philip Riley. And I'm Tracy Tram. Just kidding. I really am Tracy Tram. Welcome to Youth Radio. Philip and I will be your host for tonight. We have a psychedelic show lined up. Yeah, Jefferson Middle School's Gifted Humanities classes went to the Roundhouse in Santa Fe. And we'll tell you what went down. Don't you mean it's a round? Because obviously it's a round house. Duh. Right. We also have a really cool interview with Luis Paria, a young artist. The interview was conducted by our very own fantastic Paula Castillo. And a big discussion on the infamous Valentine's Day with Kyle Ferris and Diane Baron Moore. Hey Tracy, don't you have a crush on Kevin Federline? What? Britney Spears' bum? No way. Aw, uh, it would have been two Go Diggers United. What? I heard it all from your ex-boyfriend. But up first, we have music from my very own Luis. Uh, the first song we, I have for you tonight is by the Arcade Fire, and it's entitled Neighborhood Number 2, Laika. Now, uh, incidentally, Laika is the name of the first animal to orbit space, um, the Russian space dog on Sputnik 2 in 1957 um, but he died so here's the song You just heard the arcade fire with neighborhood number two. Uh, and now back to our hosts. Recently, Jefferson Middle School visited the Roundhouse in Santa Fe. They learned about the legislative process and met with Senator McSorley. Here's Evan to tell you more. Good morning, Senators, and good morning, Senator Sanchez. Good morning, Madam President. On February 2nd, Jefferson Middle School's Gifted Literature and Humanities program went to Santa Fe to observe the New Mexico legislative process in action. The group of students and teachers saw many things during their visit to the Roundhouse, including the New Mexico State Senate in session. This is some of what was said. Messages from the governor. Thank you, Senator Grubasek. Thank you, Madam President. Madam President, unanimous consent to make an announcement. Hearing no objection, so ordered. Thank you, Madam President. There will be a short memorial service this afternoon in remembrance of my capital outlay requests. Um, in lieu of flowers, please consider f uh, funding the following projects, Santa Fe Public Schools, St. Vincent's Hospital, Santa Fe Community Women's Health Center. I'm going to ha have a whole bunch of other ones, so uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. Thank you, Ma Madam President. Uh, Madam President, would I ask unanimous consent? to uh, introduce someone. Hearing no objection, so ordered. Madam President, members of the Senate, uh, today's Groundhog Day. And uh, I wasn't sure I was going to make it here in time because I had to you know, watch in the wee hours in the morning whether, you know, again, Pansic, whatever his name, you know, I, I think he's a cousin of the Sanchez's that lives back east. But he crawled out of his hole and, you know, he saw his shadow. And so we and know that we're trying to capture still. through a, 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 a photograph is setting a record for people smiling in one place at one time. And I'm going to ask Mr. Garrity to stand up there by you and take a picture of everybody in here and the gallery. And when I say smile, everybody smiles at the same time. And we might set a Guinness Book of Record. We're going to we're going to check it out to see, Madam President, because, again, you know how much I love to smile. 
And they don't call him grumpy for nothing. All That's right. say aye. aye. Opposed? Committee report is adopted. Senator Madam, Sanchez. Thank you, Madam President. Madam President, I ask unanimous consent that the reader be allowed to read all of the committee reports and that it be reflected in the journal that they've been acted upon individually. Hearing no objection, so ordered. Senate Bill 132, due pass, thence to Finance Committee. One of the terms you may have heard in these clips that you may not have understood was capital outlay funding, which means a great deal of money that the state didn't expect to have, which can be given out to the senators and representatives for programs in their districts. The legislative process is a complicated one. A bill must be introduced into either the House or Senate, depending on who introduces it, forwarded to at least two committees, it must be approved by each committee, and then it goes to the entire Senate or House, where it is voted on by the entire body, and if it passes, goes to the other branch, the Senate or the House, and the process re is repeated. When both houses have approved a bill, a joint committee is created and the two versions of the bill are amended to create a version that is sent to the governor who can either sign it into law, veto it, or, in New Mexico, veto a line of the bill they don't like and let the rest of the bill pass, called a line item veto. That's the main idea of the legislative process. Of course, it's much more complicated in practice. The class also had a question and answer session with Albuquerque Senator Cisco McSorley. They asked Senator McSorley about legislation that was, at the time of their visit, being debated on the House and Senate floors. They asked Senator McSorley about bills such as the soda pop tax, a new bill that would tax soda because it's reportedly bad for public health, especially youth. The class also brought up the medical marijuana bill that was being debated. They asked Senator McSorley how growers would be licensed, how the drug would be regulated, and in what doses. The new spaceport bill, which would create funding for a spaceport in southern New Mexico, was also brought up. McSorley said he didn't have a real opinion on the bill, but said that he would rather spend the estimated $100 million on education and health care. When asked if he supported the idea of universal health care, McSorley said he did. Sense to the Finance Committee, respectfully submitted, Cynthia Nava, Chairman. Madam President, move adoption of the committee report. There's a motion to adopt the committee report. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, committee report is adopted. Madam President, your committee's committee, to whom has been referred, Senate Bill 716, has had... The legislative process is much too complicated to explain in one day, but the Jefferson Humanities class got a pretty good crash course in it. If you, the listener, want to learn about the legislative process in New Mexico, you can go to http colon slash slash legis dot state dot nm dot us slash lcs and find your senator or representative in the legislature. If you have an opinion on any of the bills mentioned in this broadcast, you can contact your representative or senator and tell them. If you would like to see how the New Mexico legislative process works, you can either just walk in and watch the committee meetings, floor sessions, and other meetings, or you can contact your legislator because many legislators will let you follow them around all day as a shadow, page, or a guest of the legislator. Corporations and Transportation I'm Evan Molson for KUNM. Senate Bill 726, Jermaine. And you just heard Evan's piece about the legislative process. Here's Luis with more music. Uh, this next song is by Moby. Now, you probably don't like Moby if you've heard any of the music he's produced in the new millennium. But luckily, this next track is off of his 1999 album uh, entitled Play, uh, which is strongly rooted in breakbeat. And breakbeat is the technique that DJs like Cool Herc pioneered in the mid-70s, which involves using two turntables to loop drum, drum break segments of old jazz, funk, 
and in Moby's case, gospel albums, um, which was pretty much the genesis of hip-hop. Um, so check it out. the song entitled Golden Hours off of his 1975 release Another Green World and before that you heard Moby with Run On and now back to our hosts Recently Paolo Castillo interviewed Luis Parillo from Project M about his music inspirations and message to teens Hi everyone this is Paolo Castillo from Youth Radio at KUNM and tonight we have a very special guest, Luis Parrilla, a.k.a. Little Soldier. And he's here tonight to sing some songs and to tell us about his life. So, what's up everybody? I'm Luis. I'm 15 years old. I go to South Valley Academy and I'm a sophomore. I'm involved with projects like Project Dam, the South Valley Male Involvement Project. And these projects are about protecting women, about protecting yourself, about staying out of gangs, not using drugs. You know, we're just trying to reach out to teens and protect them. So when did you start your career? Well, I started rapping a year and a half ago. I was sitting in my room, just listening to the radio, and then the thought just crossed, you know, just crossed my mind. You know, I want to be like them. I was listening to Lil Rob, my favorite rapper, and, I, and I, I just told myself, I want to be like him. I want people to know me, look up to me, and like what I write. So then I started writing songs, and you know, I showed them around. People started liking them, so I started making my own music, and I started my label, Always On Top Records, and that's where I got, that's where I got my, my album done. Okay, so what are your songs mostly about? My songs are mostly about love. You know, I am 15 years old, I have a girlfriend, I've known her for a while, and I think I'm in love, so I just wrote, wrote about the feeling, and I dedicated those songs to her, and that's, you know, I usually write those songs, songs about love. Wow, you're in love. That's good. Everybody needs some love. I mean, even me. <laughs> and um, who inspired you to sing your songs? Well, the one person in my life that's always had my back is my girlfriend. And I love her so much, so I wrote, mo you know, very, a lot of songs about her, for her. You know, she's there for me whenever I need it, and I pretty much owe it to her, owe my career to her, so I dedicated it to her. Qué bueno. Bueno, ¿a dónde quieres llegar? Where do you want to go? Yo quiero, you know, conocer a Little Rob, mi rapero favorito. Tal vez hacer una canción con él, you know, make a song with him. Oh, so you want to meet little Rob? Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. We hope you get there, and we're very proud of you. All right. Thanks. So next up, we have a song by Luis Parrilla. It's called Estaré Aquí, and this song is dedicated to my girlfriend, Jezue Lopez. Mi 
hija yo te puedo amar Te puedo garantizar que como yo no bailaré igual Yo seré para ti por siempre yo en mi Dame una oportunidad que yo siempre estaré aquí Hija yo te puedo amar Te puedo garantizar que como yo no bailaré igual Yo seré para ti por siempre yo en mi Ok, so that was Estaré aquí By Luis Parrilla That was a great song, Luis Alright, thanks And I have one last question for you. Okay. What's your central message? What do you want everybody to know? I want everybody to know, you know, that being teen and being a teenager and in love, it's okay. You know, a lot of people, a lot of them, you know, especially guys, they're embarrassed to say that they're in love. You know, they don't want to be, you know, be said and said that they're whipped or whatever. It's okay to be in love, and that, that's the message I'm trying to send. You know, I want to, I want to let people know that I'm in love and that I am a teen. Well, thank you, Liz, for being here. We hope you succeed, and we hope you have. Um, a good life and we're very proud that you have a goal that you want to reach right. and thanks a lot for having me thank you and that was Paulo Castillo interviewing Luis Padilla and now back to our own Luis uh, okay this is the last song that I'm going to play for you tonight uh, next Mars Shalana is going to play some songs this song is by Tricky the song is called uh, Hell is Around the Corner Uh, and Tricky, like Moby, uses um, breakbeat drum breaks for his beats. Um, except, however, Tricky is from the UK and lacking the foundations in uh, like Genesis hip hop. It's more rooted in electronica, and this genre is actually called trip hop. So uh, you know, whatever. Kyle Ferris and Diane Barrenmore reflecting on Valentine's Day. I've never really thought much about Valentine's Day. It's not been a number one priority on my holidays list. Um, it seems like a day where we give into our materialistic uh, societal values and go out and buy lots of candy and flowers and shiny objects for our quote-unquote loved one so that we can feel somehow better about ourselves. And it seems that that, and of course that wasn't the original idea behind the holiday, but it seems like our society manages to corrupt any type of holiday it can get its hands on. Take Christmas, for instance, when it started, it was a celebration of the winter solstice except then it got turned into Christ's birthday. And nowadays we have, every year on December 25th, a big fat man in, comes down your chimney with several hundred dollars worth of gifts that he puts under a pine tree that you have put in the middle of your living room so that you can come out the next day and go, ooh, look what Santa brought me, and then forget about it the very next day. But at least with Christmas, we get the day off without having to look at people making out in the hallways wearing, wearing huge amounts of pink, red, and white. I guess I come from, you know, 
the girl perspective and um for us it's more like you know either you have a boyfriend and you go off and you do whatever with your boyfriend for however many hours and then if you don't have a boyfriend you go with your little posse of girls and lock yourselves up in a room with lots and lots of chocolate and five or six really sappy movies that you can cry your eyes out with you know i mean it's fun it's a good enough reason for a holiday i mean It'd be better if we could have the day off. We could, you know, extend our festivities during the day. But, um, you know, I think honoring the people that we love is a good thing. But, yeah. If only we were actually doing it. <laughs> And you notice how even parents like to partake of this wondrous um, distortion of the holiday by making you bring in all of these little uh, cards, all these little Valentine cards to the rest of your classmates. They enjoy tormenting you doing something like that. Well, I mean, and there's the three levels with it, too. There's, there's the kid who brings in, like, the beautifully handmade Valentines with, like, the little doily, and there's, like, a little pocket with a Hershey's kiss in it, and it's fabulous, and you're like, oh, that's so sweet, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other person who goes and they buys, like, the hand, or the store-made little cards that say, you know, be my valentine on the back, and at the top you write to so-and-so, at the bottom you write from so-and-so, and that's it, and you sit like 20 minutes and you just like write that on, on each of the cards. There's no thought involved in it. And then, of course, there's the third kid who just brings in the big bag of candy and says, here, take some, which I think everyone loved them the most because, you know, candy rocks, but... Well, you can't eat your little embroidered doily. I know, really. What a waste. I think for me, the ideal Valentine's Day would be a box of like really lovely Godiva chocolate and um, a bouquet of white roses. Thank you very much. Um, I'd go for the decadent thing, but you know, I can live without it. And a day off. And a day off, yes. Can't forget that. <laughs> In order for a guy to complete the Valentine's fantasy of any girl. Number one, they need a credit card. Number two, they need to actually care enough to spend, you know, a good hour thinking about what they're going to do. But, you know. I think this holiday was constructed this way by females, honestly. Because I honestly don't think guys really think about it. And then in the evening when the when You know, the male is sitting there on his couch watching the game or something, and the woman comes in and says, you didn't get me what I wanted for Valentine's Day. And he just has this blank look on his face because he didn't even remember until that morning that it was Valentine's Day. And then wonders why she is so angry because it's, after all, obviously a completely pointless holiday. So I'd have to agree with Diana that it probably wouldn't be possible for any guy to fulfill a woman's um, Valentine's Day desires. There is really no thought process on guys in terms of Valentine's Day. Um, my father never said anything about it. My grandfather never said anything about it. I've never thought much of it. I think males hit a certain age, probably around like 50. And all of a sudden, you know, they've got their anniversaries and they, get, they do all this sweet stuff. I mean, you see like the old, the older couples who are celebrating, you know, their 60th anniversary and... You know, they're really sweet to each other, but that doesn't exist until 
until retirement. <laughs> well, you notice like the first few months when you see your friends and they and you have one of your friends hooks up with somebody, and you see they have like the first few months where they're always really polite to each other and they're really, you know, they're really kind or really courteous and they get along so well and they're so sweet to each other, and then after a few months or maybe even a few weeks, depending on who they are. Then it gets into the drama stage where they start, you know, bickering about something. It's like you didn't do this, you didn't get me that, and then it all just falls apart, and everybody else is miserable because they have to project all of their drama onto everybody else. And then you hit fifty, and you remember that you actually like this person that you married twenty-five years ago. Oh, I have my note. Okay, so just a little note for couples out there. We know that this is the only day of the year that no one will scoff at you for swapping spit in public, but it would make us all much happier if you would take your slobber fest inside. But of course, being that it's Valentine's Day, we're obligated to love you anyways. I'm Kyle Ferris. I'm Diana Barrymore. there. Luis Martinez has retired for tonight. I am Mars Chalan. I shall be the music host for the remainder time of our show. And I'm going to take you back to 92 with some of the legends of hip-hop on the East Coast. Pete Rock and CL Smooth off of their best of CD, Good Life. And the song's called The Creator. everybody liked that that was Wordsworth with On Your Feet and next we have Calendar with Kyle and Chantanay this is your youth radio weekly calendar I am your host Chantanay Tuck and I'm Kyle Ferris now to the end of February the Rio Grande Botanical Garden is holding a winter fire colors flower show you can see a large variety of flowers native to the Mediterranean all grown in artistic formations in the garden. For more information, please call 311 locally or 505-768-2000. Currently playing at the Chemo Theater is the play Madama Butterfly, the story of a Japanese geisha who marries an American serviceman. The story revolves around their struggles when he returns to Japan desiring to take their child back to America. For additional information, call 768 3522. 
Swing dancing lessons at Jefferson Middle School. This opportunity and learning how to swing dance is happening every Tuesday in Jefferson Gymnasium. Open to all ages and abilities. For more information, call 256-0668. Tuesday, February 14th at 3 p.m. in the Teen Center People Plus. After school, teens from grades 6 to 12 can come down to the Teen Center and play ping pong, air hockey, Nintendo, and other video games, watch movies, read, draw, talk, and just hang out. This event is located in the basement of People Plus Center on the north corner of Main and Noble Streets. Phone number is 721-0754. The Albuquerque Center for Peace and Justice is holding Stop to the War Machine, a benefit fundraiser. This event includes musical performances, readings, and snacks. For additional information, contact 268-9557. Wednesday, February 15, 2006, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Mass Poetry Open Mic and Slam is Albuquerque's longest-running all-ages reading at Arby Winnings, just south of Central on Harvard in town. Auditions for the play Div- Diviners are being held at the Desert Rose Playhouse on Saturday, February 18th. Anyone with questions can call 850-6575. Some movies currently in theaters are Munich, a remake of The Pink Panther, The Constant Gardener, Brokeback Mountain, Good Night and Good Luck, and The New World. This has been your Youth Ready to Go calendar. I'm Shatane Tuck. And I'm Kyle Ferris. If you have any events you would like us to read on our calendar, please send them to youthradio at KUNM.org. Now back to the host. And that's all for our show tonight. Our marvelous producers are Mina Lee and Jaren Kai. Our very savvy engineers are Avika Lucky and Diana Barron Moore. Our totally rockin' music hosts are Marshallon and Luis Martinez. Evan Wilson produced a fabulous roundhouse piece. Paula Castillo did the wonderful interview of Luis Beria. Kyle Ferris and Diana Baron Moore presented the delightful discussion of Valentine's Day. And our fantastic calendar was done by Kyle Ferris and Shantanae Tuck. Our adult co-conspirators are Danielle Cantrell, Steve Emmons, Otiama Umi, Roberta Rael, and Marcos Martinez. I'm Philip Riley. And I'm Tracy Tram. Thanks for listening to our show. Next up is Spoken Word. Are you with it Thank you. 